0: I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him and were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Psalm 34 verses one through eight. Welcome back to the Lift Bridge Podcast. This is your host John Laurie, coming to you from the North Shore of Lake Superior, the Zenith City, the Wolf's Nose, Duluth, Minnesota. We're hoping you're having a great day and a beautiful blue sky. Uh, spring fever is a lot easier today with a sky like that. And I've got uh, a couple segments for you. I hope are very encouraging, and uh, we'll be talking about a beautiful display of the Northern Lights last night, and also chance I got to take a walk in, actually it was a ski, in the woods. So we're going to be talking about that. Keep looking up, and we'll see you in the next segment. Last night we had an absolutely beautiful display of the Aurora Borealis, the Northern Lights. And I I have to tell you, it meant so much to me that it happened at a time of night when the sky was clear, when I was awake enough to see it. Uh, a number of years ago, I was up on the North Shore. It was actually in, in Grand Marais. And my friend Jesse and I saw this, what looked like a big cloud over the town of Grand Marais. And there's no factories there. There's no reason why there should be a cloud there. But we couldn't really think that could be anything else And as we watched it, we realized that is an enormous chunk of activity in the sky from the Northern Lights. And uh, as the night wore on, it got cooler and cooler, and at about 2 o'clock in the morning, the entire sky was green. It was like one of the coolest things I've ever seen, and it was unfortunately not St. Patrick's Day, but... It was really cool, and the problem was is that I got so tired that the part of me that really wanted to see it lost out to the part of me that wanted to go to bed, and I had to go to bed knowing that, you know, it was just like being a kid and having to go to bed when the sun is still up and you want to play. That's kind of what it was like, and last night, I really got to see it, and I was so grateful for that. You know, the Lord shows us his power in such amazing ways. He reminds us that what is material was made by what is spirit. He is spirit. He made this world. Uh, It's not this world, the things that we see with our eyes that made the things we see. And it was so amazing to see this display of power and beauty. And isn't that really... uh, a wonderful thing that God made a world with northern lights in it to encourage us to cause us to look up to the sky in hope and to see his power and his beauty to live in a world in which uh, we we have these ordinary uh, kind of days where we're kind of dealing with okay yeah the snow is still out there it's not quite spring yet and then you go out at night and you're like wow God I am so grateful you let me see this today on a Thursday night. So God is awesome. He fills our lives with really wonderful things. It's not every night you get to see the Northern Lights, especially not here um, in the lower 48. I was talking to my brother-in-law, who, uh, shout out to Bob, who lived in Alaska, and he got to see them more frequently. But, you know, it's really special to get to see these things. And uh, one of the things that, i have learned as a as an outdoorsman is that this is why you keep your eyes open cool things are there waiting to be seen but you have to pay attention and keep your eyes open for it otherwise you end up seeing the pictures the next day on facebook and you didn't get to see it (laughs) so at any rate we're thankful for that too because sometimes we do miss out but at any rate, just amazing display. I'm going to put um, a picture of uh, what we saw as the cover photo for this episode. It'll give you a little taste of what we saw last night. But I just want to encourage you to, um, you know, when you are um, going through your day, uh, just keep your eyes peeled, keep your eyes open. And uh, we're going to talk about this a little bit more in the next segment. You know, I had a really awesome day outside yesterday, and one of the cool things about my time outside was that uh, before I had the amazing treat of, and it it truly was an amazing treat, there were greens, emerald greens, rich, beautiful greens, uh, amethyst purple, um, pretty fingers of white, Um, just amazing shapes all across the sky. I've rarely seen such a display. It was just amazing. Um, Before I enjoyed that treat with my wife and our neighbors, um, I had a much more sedate and kind of just typical walk in the woods. I say walk because it kind of conjures up the leisure of the experience, but it was actually on skis because the snow was like hip deep. So... (laughs) So I went out, it was National Puppy Day yesterday. I took our dogs and they needed to run. Took them into the woods. And it was actually a wonderful experience in being able to just stop and notice things. Because to tell you the truth, most of what I saw was snow. And the snow was pretty, don't get me wrong. But there's a lot of white stuff. There are a lot of sticks. But it was getting in all of that sameness. It was getting to notice what stuck out. And I got to use not just my eyes, but also my nose. One of the things I noticed was a sweet smell of like sap running. And then at one point I got up to the spot where uh, there was this hole. I'm not quite sure what caused it. Um, I'm not sure what it came from, honestly, but there was this hole in the snow And there was a smell coming up from the ground, and it smelled so good. And uh, it was just a real treat, getting to smell those smells. You don't smell that in the wintertime. You smell things in the spring, and that was just a real treat. Um, That was a blessing to me in the midst of all that snow. Also, I noticed uh, the white of the pussy willows coming out, waking up. I noticed the red in some of the dogwood really glowing in like the setting sun. Those colors are so beautiful. I noticed the color in the lichen growing on a popple tree. It was this beautiful, rich green. Uh, Those really stuck out to me. And, you know, at at any season of the year, there is always color in the landscape. You just have to look for it. One of the things, though, that... um, I also noticed was just a calm came over me as I was out in the woods. And I I spent a lot of yesterday looking at screens. It was so good to go into the woods and to just relax. God just blessed me so much by just going in there. I wasn't really... I, I mean, some of what I did sounds kind of boring, doesn't it? I was just looking at snow and trees and sticks, but it was so wonderful to kind of come back to that pace of nature and realizing, well, you know, it is going to take a while for it to be spring, but there are some cool things out here to notice. And as I left uh the the woods and I came back out into an area where I could see better, I saw one eagle flying north way way up above my head, and that was kind of like the capstone on my time in the woods. It's just such a blessing. I encourage you, you know, Spring fever is a real thing. Go on outside if you get a chance. Take a little walk. Just, you know, maybe you're not in the woods, but just take a little walk. Get outside. Start noticing those spring signs. It's amazing how much good that will do you. I think God meant for us to see those encouraging signs and and to take heart. So I got one more segment for you, and uh, we'll see you in that next segment. In this final segment of today, I wanted to kind of get the ball rolling in talking about something that I think is actually very exciting. And that is how the Bible addresses physical and emotional healing. You know, ever since COVID, I have had new eyes to see that the Bible does talk about these things. And part of that is because when uh, churches were basically strongly suggested to be shut down, and maybe where, depending on where you live, that was more that came with more force or less force. But we, as pastors, started to realize that we had a biblical warrant to justify meeting together, and because we have religious freedom uh, from our Creator and an imperative from Him to gather together in worship, um, we had a very solid case to present, and not only not only in a legal way, but to our flocks that we could tell them that this was a good and right thing to be doing in the face of the trend that the world was trying to get us to think, oh no, you're doing the good thing by not meeting. Okay, So we we kind of rediscovered that case because we needed to. Well, also during COVID, I think health became a very important uh, concern for people. And as I started to read scripture, I started to notice, you know, the Bible has a lot more to say about health than I had hitherto thought. You know, the the church has been very, very much in a, I think, a healthier place of realizing that, you know, the Enlightenment was really a bum deal for us uh, because we gave away a lot of our authority, a lot of our teaching, a lot of our territory to... Uh, basically, secular people, people who were not were trying to take what had hitherto been the domain of the church and say, "Church, you stay out of it, it'll be better off, just you know pay us for your services and uh and we'll all be happier, okay Now it is the church's privilege to be chiefly. Interested in the preaching of the gospel, you know we don't expect other industries, we don't expect other uh, other groups of people uh, to be preaching the gospel. We expect the church to be doing that. Although every Christian can use whatever career that they have, whatever opportunities they have uh, to to be doing that, but our it is our privilege to be ministering the gospel but we see in Jesus ministry that he took the time to heal people he took the time to encourage people to believe in him through healing we see that this was a focus and an opportunity in his ministry and it continued to be so for the people in the book of acts for the the early church and without getting into without getting into uh, a discussion about cessationism, a long word to just say, does God do things differently now than he did in the book of Acts? Without getting into that discussion, I think that at the very least, our eyes should should be opened a little bit more after COVID to say, you know, Western medicine is not necessarily all it is cracked up to be, all that it promises to be. Does God maybe have something better for us? You know, when we read about statements like in the book of James that that if somebody is sick let the elders go and anoint them with oil and pray over them and the and uh, and we should expect them to get up from their sickbed when we see things like that shouldn't we that at least jar our curiosity just a little bit and so What I'm trying to say here is that I think the Bible does have a lot more to say about physical and emotional healing than we have thought about before. Now, one of the challenges for pastors in this time is that there is uh, a a false teaching going around called uh, health and wealth. We call it health and wealth. We call it the prosperity gospel. It's called word of faith by, by its adherents. But basically... Um, What is so difficult is that you look at a lot of the things they say and we can really see how somebody who is not paying attention could read things in the Bible and think, well, aren't they just talking about that? And the difference is the difference between word of faith and the things that Christ is teaching in the Gospels about believing that you will receive what you have asked for is where you are placing your faith. Word of faith is not teaching you to place your faith in Christ, it is teaching you to place your faith in yourself, to believe that you have the creative ability to make things happen by, you know, today you hear this word a lot manifesting them, right? And people get all hung up on, well, I shouldn't say this, or I shouldn't say that, because I might manifest something negative, right? Um, they get, they start to believe that they can make themselves healthy and wealthy by uh, by simply saying things, right? And it, it becomes uh, very, very magical thinking, okay. Now, the Lord Jesus challenges us, and he really does challenge us. I have a C.S. Lewis quote to share with you the next time we talk about this topic. That He really doesn't give us a whole lot of wiggle room to get around the fact that we are supposed to believe that we will receive what we've asked for. And for some Christians, this is a challenge because they think that it is more godly not to expect to receive what they have asked for because they're leaving it in the will of God to determine whether that will be what they, whether they get it or not. And we want to honor the will of God. We want to honor God as sovereign. We want to honor the fact that God knows better than we do. He is our Father. He's good. He loves us. But he also, there are things that we don't have to pray about to discern whether they are the will of God in Scripture, right? We know that it is God's will for a married couple to stay married. We know it's God's will for uh, people to love one another. We know it's God's will for people to be honest. We know it's God's people, God's will for people to to work for a living so that they can provide for themselves and their families. We don't have to question those things. And I think that pr- that praying for healing is like one of those things. Um, and uh, and we'll be discussing this more. This is just kind of getting the ball rolling. But uh, what I want to get what i want to want us to get thinking about is that we need to understand that god has a warrant for us to think about to pray about these things. God is good. It is it i believe he wants good things for his children. And uh we can certainly talk about difficult situations when difficult things happen. But as we are as we are seeking to be whole and healthy persons, I think it's right for us to pray for healing to to expect that he will answer those prayers and to expect that he will uh, give us emotional healing uh, one of the one of the things I was talking about with somebody recently was the fact that sometimes things happen to us when we are children that we don't know how to process and that leaves uh, a hurt, a soul wound in us. And oftentimes as we go through life, uh, when we what happens is, for lack of a better word, that soul wound becomes triggered. And now we're not just dealing with the present stress, we're dealing with the stress that we had a long time ago. And basically uh, uh, the kitchen table, if you will, of our mind gets littered with junk. And we're, we, it just keeps piling up, and we need to clear that out. And I believe we can do that by asking God to take the pain, to take to heal that wound, and so that we are not carrying that around. And it, when we do that, I believe we'll start to feel a lot of freedom. We'll feel a lot less anxiety, and we can just help other people to realize you don't have to carry these wounds around that you are carrying around. You know, people sometimes are carrying around stuff for 60, 70, 80 years. Um, that they didn't have to they didn't have to carry all of the the sting and the burden and the pain of they could find healing from God. So these are all fruitful topics for conversation. Hopefully we can uh, Lord willing we'll be talking about these things in future episodes. And uh, if you have any questions or comments, uh, you can pass them along and uh, look forward to talking about this more. Well, the old clock on the wall is telling me it's time to go. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. Go on out in the woods. Uh, Take a look up at the night sky and uh, spend some time in God's word this week. Let him challenge you and build up your faith that he can really meet your needs, that he's really good. Uh, All praise to him. We love you, Heavenly Father. And I hope that uh, you're watching out for deer. Watch out for northern lights. Take care.